And welcome to the demo here. We have a Turing machine set up in the musical format. Let me turn that down for a moment while I describe exactly what this is. This is a very cool module that exists in Eurorack. A lot you can do with it. And it's not exactly like a Turing machine in concept, but I have thought about it before in terms of how does this work and why is it called a Turing machine? And the easiest explanation, let me turn it down because it distracts me. It's very lovely sounding. So as we discussed in the uh, previous track, how a Turing machine works with the magic eye and with the set of instructions, a Turing machine is basically designed to solve a problem where it sees a, uh, you know, a zero or a one. And according to its program, that's also a funny way. That's, it's called the logbook in a lot of descriptions of how Turing machines work. And I still call it a logbook, but it's basically the program. It's running a program and the program says, change this or keep this. And incidentally, that's how the Turing machine Eurorack works. Either change this note or keep this note and you would be changing a note to be more random, or you'd, you would be keeping the notes that are being generated. So Turing machine could easily be a note generator or a note corrector. And you can imagine a row of tape being a row of one, zero to 10 separate notes. Another way you could think about this is, let's say in some imaginary world, the Turing machine has an extra piece of equipment added to it, which is just a recorder. And in this recorder, it is hearing the output of the Turing machine as it's going through it. And the output is pretty neat. So the way this works is I have the Turing machine in the simplest setting, a probability and a span. So probability is going to make the most random numbers that come out. So it is right now at 12 o'clock probability. And if I make it fully clockwise, it'll be even more random. And then span will be just the variation of that note. Pretty easy to figure out there. The variation possible. So here at clockwise of probability and span, we're hearing you know, the most random assortment. Here's where it gets kind of fun. First, uh, it's connected to a clock too, so you can make this faster. And that kind of makes it more robotic. And we can make this even have some effects. We all like effects. So just a little bit of a little bit of magic there to make this a little bit more exciting. Let's slow it down though. Because the reason why I'm gonna slow this down, but I'll add it. There we go. So it gave you a little bit of chorus. So the way we have this Turing machine working right now 
is this note, 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 note. And in this one setting here, you're just hearing the output. The random note output. So all these notes are random. Because I'm not trapping any of these notes. And a Turing machine for Eurorack is really cool because it allows you to just sort of have note generation and it's spinning out a, a random number of notes. This is completely arbitrary. But you can at one point say, you know what, I just want that row. And so you can change what is the probability to suddenly trap them. See how it's looping now? And this is the basic magic of the Turing machine module for idea generation is that it is spinning a number of random uh, voltages out and you have the option to keep what you want which they just did or you can set it to continue on and making random voltages as I've now set it to do so I just turned the probability knob or the, I don't, I can't recall what the knob is. It's, I believe it's probability. Turn that knob clockwise. And now it's going to be making random stuff again. And now it's fully clockwise and it's making as many random things as you want. So I'm hearing and I'm like, oh, I like that. I want to keep that. And then you, <laughs> you can trap it. And you can go variable, make the knobs midway, and it'll be a mix of both trapped and new notes. And this sort of thing makes you want to suddenly say, okay, well, I like that. I'm going to keep that. And you force it back. And that is in a nut, a very beautiful little idea maker in Eurorack, the Turing machine Eurorack module in its simplest setting. And so this is stuck and then we'll release probability. Oh, I like that. We're going to keep that. It's very cool. And of course we're not done. We can also know you're, th no, you're thinking where'd the note go? This week's uh, note solo, or this week's cable solo, was brought to you by a green cable on a switcher. And a cable that isn't long enough. We also have a brand new bag of uh, couplers. They have a weird name, they're called gender couplers. I think that's a little bizarre. But basically, uh, and I'm snapping together at the speed of sound, meaning you hear it. <laughs> and that's how quick I'm doing it.
Okay, we haven't heard anything, and that's because... We're now putting together a switch here. It will allow me... To hear nothing. Why are you hearing nothing? There's no reason why this should not be working beyond my own ability. Oh, you know what? I'm going to get out of the switch and use another. So what I'm describing right now is clearly a Turing experiment. Now in Turing random moment. It's not enough. Yes, it's not enough. I'd like to know why this didn't work. He's a bad. He's a bad coupler. Can we buy a? Can we have a bad coupler? Coupler awareness. Now we don't want TRS. We want a TS. Let's get serious. Sometimes you need. Oh yeah, we're going straight. Hold on, while we try and find these cables, let's make it a little bit more random. Let's speed it up. Let's add a little uh, more effects. Let's turn that up because that's pretty pleasant. That's All right, there we go. Now we're getting into nice. down a little bit. Oh yeah, wait, hold on a moment. I think I identified the problem. There we go. So you can kind of hear the madness that you can get away with with these things. Then you can also play them into the filter as well. We are sending out a variety of different voltages and just at a moment's guess, trapping them in a sequence. Setting up different, different probabilities and spans and then you just decide, I like that sequence. 
and you take it, you trap it. Now we have the filter that we're playing. Do you hear the slight ringing in there? So we have control voltage going into the filter as well. So we'll go and explain exactly what we did there and how that might apply to a Turing machine. Maybe we just solved the problem. Maybe I am the eyeball. And I've been looking at my logbook and I've been changing the notes around until the program is solved and now it's running on a loop. And the problem is solved. So if you remember, we have the row of notes or the row of zeros and ones, and we're going through and we're editing them via the logbook. And we take what is a bunch of random sequences and we decide, well, this is wrong or right. And then we decide, okay, this is right. And then you have a loop that continues. We've done that. kind of a cool way. We have two different uh, Turing outputs right there. One is going a random sequence into, which is locked into the filter, and the other is a random lock sequence going into the voice. And it's very, very cool. So before I started doing this demo, I was actually thinking more forgivingly of the Turing machine module, saying that it was, was not a problem solver that it instead was a note recorder of all the outputs of the Turing machine itself. But now I'm actually realizing you are the eyeball and you solve the problem with a Turing machine Eurorack module. And then when the problem is solved, like a normal Turing machine, it just loops perpetually as a correct solved problem. That's just darling. That's really cool. Let's uh, let's add a little probability here, or improbability. Ooh, I like that immediately. Okay, so I just lifted up the probability knob and got this, and then liked it immediately and just yeah, that's really cool. So. One of the uses of these things and having two of them, you can also get a dual Turing machine output from the Dead Man's Catch firmware add-on with Peaks. So that's another cool way you can do this, or you can use two Turing machines. So I really liked just introducing variety into the pitch of this voice. Now let's do the same with the filter. And I'm just gonna make the filter continuously random. very pretty and that's kind of turning machines in as a euro rack add-on in a nut can we still say that in this day and age can we still say in a nut because that's in a nut i think yeah, the phrase in a nut goes back to when people uh, delivered information to people in acorns and uh if you could summarize everything you need to say in an in an acorn in the shell of an acorn 
you know, uh, maybe in a rolled up tiny little piece of paper, they would say that's all of it in a nut. So this is an, I believe an acorn's worth of information to let you know how to use a Turing machine in your Iraq. cool so one thing that uh so what just happened there is i had something and i like this but i would have preferred to go back to what i had but you can't do that so that's one thing about embracing improbability so now you have to because i released the lock on those notes and i gotta kind of mess with the span and the probability and other things Oh, that's cool though. But then you get this very quickly. That's kind of ghostly. That's cool. You can probably, uh, then you can slow this down. So, or, or fast. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there, everybody. Still too high. We will get there. I wouldn't get there. <laughs> there we go. That's pretty. a Turing machine. That's cool. Okay, I'll let that play in a moment. And that is our uh, show for this week. Minus one Charlie Pickle installment that you'll want to stick around for. We uh, also have a Kickstarter for a print project that we just completed going right now. That, uh, that is, uh, and you can find that very easily by going to www, 
that's for the World Wide Web, dot ep.tc slash k-i-c-k or just go to kickstarter and look up john wilcock it's a comic book that me and my friend scott marshall have worked on for 10 years it is a documentary interview with uh underground publisher john wilcock who worked with us for until he died so we met him he died in 2018 i'd been working with john uh since about 2010 or 2012 it is a story of the underground press Interview Magazine, The Underground Press Syndicate, Village Voice, a bunch of other cool stuff. You can get there at ep.tc slash k-i-c-k or just look up John Wilcock on Kickstarter. And we are also uh, moving to a bi-weekly schedule now uh, because the pandemic is actually shifting and uh, my, my work scenario is involving more of a just things are changing so uh, i need a little more a little bit more time in between shows but i think you're going to see better shows because of that i think this show this uh two week it took two weeks to put this show together and it's pretty good i mean just listen to this that's really neat so i'm gonna uh tweak around with that a little bit i'm gonna be a tweaker do people can we still call people tweakers i hope so because when you're tweaking it's great when a tween tweaks, it's a good question. What what is the sound of one tween tweaking? Hope I'm not uh, offending. I don't even know. Okay. Anyway, so uh, so following the tween tweaking trivia, uh, we have uh, a visit to a visit to Electronic Village, which is part thirty three of Charlie Pickle, and I think you'll enjoy it sort of a Alan Turing inspired episode there for Mr. Pickle and then it's in sequence with the randomness coming out of the Turing machine and you have something very evocative and pretty that's the wrong way See you in a minute at uh, Electronic Village and talk to you next, uh, not next week, but the week following. You can check out John, uh, John Wilcock on Kickstarter at ep.tc slash k-i-c-k. And we appreciate your company. Thank you for listening. Talk to you later.